dunia. Well, I cannot believe I'm saying this, but it's raining in the OC. I know it's crazy. I got to tell you, the traffic is a nightmare. The 405 is jammed. The 5, the 710, they're all gridlocked. Stay safe, stay dry, and let's all pray for sunshine again. <laughs> meteor, 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 meteorology. Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> then that's it. <laughs> uh, whole lot of lumps. You know, we got Ringo a job because they need a drummer. <laughs> This is Quitters Never Give Up. Go ahead. And from what I am seeing, Quitters Never Give Up. Fucking amazing. Quitters Never Never Give Up? Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Quitters Never Quitters never give up. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said, that's all they do. Pussy cow, pussy cow, pussy cow. Hold on, party people. It's quitters never give up. It's episode 99. We got all the quitters here. We got Lindsay, we got Edwin, we got Drew, and we got Jen. What's up? Hello. Pussy cow, pussy cow, pussy cow. Pussy cow, indeed. (laughs) It's pussy cow. It's always going to be pussy cow. It's always pussy cow. Uh, shall we start with some uh, episode 100 chat? Okay, so we are going to do a live episode for episode 100. It's going to be Sunday the 5th at 1.30 on yes. YouTube. Uh, you can check that out at it's, uh, slash quitters never give up, I believe. That's the account. Yeah. Right. Yes. I don't pay attention to those things. What else do we need to tell everybody or Steve? Uh, it's going to be pretty bad. Oh, it no. will, it will, but uh, there will be a live chat. We will be addressing that, so the you know listeners can go ahead and chime in live and tell us how bad we're doing. That's going to be a thing. Uh, it's just going to be our standard jankiness, also with no edits. So, uh, Doctor T's, not your eyes. I don't know how is that, is that how we do that. I always dot my T's. Very go great. I call my T's and I dot my T's. Yeah, it'll be fun. Everybody join us 1.30 to 3.30. Shall we move over to messages or is there anything else we need to bring up about 100? Let's bring up Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve actually did not leave a message this time. Around. <gasps> what? what? No, it, it, it's actually just Luke. What's up, quitters? Uh, Luke here from the gildedplaylist.com. Um, my continuing fascination with the, you know, the former Kevin and Bean people and what they do with their lives when they're not recording their podcasts, I, I sleuthed out the fact that Bean and Allie clearly don't listen to the Ralph Report, right? Because Bean and Allie brought up this brand new uh, story about catalytic converters and how they're being stolen, which is a saga that we've heard about for months, if not years now, from Eddie Pence and the Ralph Report. And yet in that same podcast, Bean reveal that he listens to janky town so it, i mean it's just it's fascinating to me to realize how bean spends his time keeping up with his former co-hosts and uh, janky town was not the one that i thought a hall of fame professional like him w- would lean towards uh so curious to get your thoughts on that keep up the work shout out hey, to Luke. shout out does bean listen to janky town i mean we're going to get to it in the podcast roundup, but uh, it didn't sound like he listened for very long to Janky Town. 
I would say Janky Town is your best listening bargain. It Kids, is. Listen to Janky Town. Subscribe. It's Janky Town. I'm going to admit this. Like a lot of times when I listen to the podcast, it's only because they're available on Amazon and I'm in the bathroom. So um, that that's when I get my Janky Town time on. <laughs> it's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, DJ Omar Khan, bathroom. Um, and the other thing about the Ralph report is it's behind a paywall. So maybe Bean doesn't want to pay the $3 to see, to listen to, to Ralph, who probably gives him some emotional scars about, you know, berating him with his mean Ralph. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's a lot of episodes. Yeah. Like yeah, even, mm-hmm. even I have a problem like following everything on the Ralph report. It's a lot of content. It's a good value. Well, I just want to say this, Luke, at least Ralph or, yeah, the janky town doesn't have like some weird system where you got to listen to things and list things and make a list up. It's just a lot easier to listen to. Wow, crickets. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, the podcast that I will now call the guilty plagiarist, really, <laughs> really confusing. <laughs> All right, uh, shall we go on to the next segment? Let's do the flashback that needs no introduction. Sure, but can I replace it this week with Jen's rants? Of course. Yes. This is Jen's rants. Oh, my God. All right, people. It's snowing in the mountains. And so when it snows and they tell you to put your chains on, put your fucking chains on. And you know what you don't want to do when you come up to the mountains? Sled into the highway. Why are you letting your children sled into a two-lane highway? Isn't that grounds for CCP and child endangerment? Why would you think that's a good idea? I don't get it. So yesterday, I'm trying to leave you to get down to the store. Some a-hole left his car overnight on a two-lane highway. So it was causing traffic. The graders couldn't get by. Traffic accidents happened because of it. Then I'm cruising down. I can tell there's a grader ahead of me because I can see asphalt on my side of the street or highway. So then all the assholes coming up the hill decided to drive in my lane as they're coming up in the opposite direction. Uh, What could possibly go wrong? I don't know. Then I get down to this. It's an infamous curve called the confidence curve. Some a-holes putting his chains on right there. Why they didn't put them on down the hill? I don't fucking know. So they're putting the chains on as the graders coming up to scrape all the snow away. I don't fucking get it. When you're told to, and then we're putting messages out. Don't come up. Don't come up unless you have to be here. What does everybody do? They come on up to the snow. I don't understand. And if you're going to come up to the snow, then go where there's parking lots. Go to the lake. Go to the ski resort. Go to the snow park. Go anywhere but on the side of the road. (sighs) I'm going to have a heart attack. And I'm getting... Tonight's okay. So between Monday and Tuesday morning, we're going to get another 48 to 60 inches. You know what you can't do in 48 to 60 inches? You can't sled. Your children can't sled. You can't do anything because there's so much snow, you're just going to sink in it. So just stay home, everybody. You don't need to be in the snow. It's really simple. Oh, I, would, I was going to do the more you know. It's like, okay. Yes. Cut that in later. Put that in it is mind-blowing. So how many kids did you run over today? Uh, So many. (laughs) So so when you're going through where they're playing on the highway, you have to lay on your horn because if kids run out, they have their dogs running around, all sorts of stupid shit. 
And it's like, so you have to lay on your horn. So if anything happens, they had fair warning. So unsafe. You know, I, I, I just, it is, but I'm going to say this. So, I mean, I, my family, we, we, my parents met up at Lake Arrowhead. So both my grandparents had homes up there and it's off of Highway 18. And when it is snowy conditions like this and whatnot, yeah, you will have dumbasses like us on this jumping the yeah. highway because there's no cars really going by. Like you're doing dumb stuff you normally can't do, but this is the time you do it. I'm not saying you should. But I do get what you're dealing with because that's what happens every time there are snow conditions yeah. like this. So, but at the same time, also, yeah. But the thing, like, like if you are in a chain area, put your chains on. Uh, we just had that ice storm. I'm in Michigan. Like half, half a million people are without power right now because stuff came down. There were idiots driving around in the middle of it, and you were hearing cars crash yeah. all night long, trees fall, and it's just like, okay, so you can tell who the idiots are. So I get your frustration. Or just the but... idiots. All you, stay home. Yeah. Well, Californians are known for being able to drive in bad weather. Like, I don't know if you guys remember the whole snowpocalypse thing that happened in Atlanta, but that was one of the big things was that people were stranded. Yep. They couldn't get out. A, there was so much traffic because everybody let out of school on Friday at like noon and nobody knew how to drive in the snow because they were either from Atlanta or like me from California. So they either had the choice of stick their car where they like they couldn't move their car. They just had to abandon it or attempt to slide around in the snow and cause even more traffic. And it was just the absolute worst thing. So. Yeah, and that's just the only thing. Like, I mean, it's 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 taken me like ten years to get out of that California mindset of driving. Where, like, yeah, I can go out there in the crappiest car ever if it's an emergency. But you're also going five <laughs> miles an hour. The second you feel the car slip any tiny bit, you are tapping your brakes. You're hitting the engine. You're doing everything you can to just not be moving. Uh, people don't get that because I'll see like a freaking Prius go by at like right? Mach 10 and I'm like, oh, that's what? like my <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Why does Jen hate snow drivers? Before there we, we move on, Christopher, didn't you not have a message from Steve? Because you have it on the rundown. I did. Oh, yeah. I did, but we don't have a call in from Steve. He said he was going to call in and he did not. And so I figured I'd save it since we have so much yeah going on here damn it steve as much as i love the the luke from the gastropharmacist playlist the gastropharmacist i have a list <laughs> i was writing these all down yesterday is is this what they pay you to do she quit she as she, the co-producer she... we'll get into it but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah the guarded yeah, protagonist okay. playlist podcast <laughs> oh shit <laughs> All right, now it's time for the flashback that needs some introduction. Hello, and welcome to a very special flashback because I'm going to introduce you now. Flashback. And now, flashback. Let's have a look at this. Just play the intro. Uh, so, we interviewed Heather Pegg earlier today, and she mm -hmm. brought up how smart Bean is. 106.7 K-Rock is K-R-O-Q, and uh, you're listening to the Kevin and Bean Show. I don't think that's, oh, okay. that was not the timing of it. Hey! Nope, not good timing there either. 
Kevin sounds like his battery's winding down. Did you guys notice how how lackluster that was? I was it okay? I thought it was. It sounded like he was slowing down. I thought it was delicious, dude. For okay. me though, right. I, I mean, just the fact Friday. that I made it through it is good. I don't like Get when on. I see <laughs> mystery break on the schedule. I don't like when I'm not in the need to know loop of what we're going to be talking about here. Well, that's because you're the focus of it. And, and oh no, come on, we're going to beat guys. you about the head and shoulders. Um, well deserved too, I might add. Bean is a guy who pays a lot of attention to stuff, and uh, he knows. Is this thanks for that info, Bean? No. No, it's a, a new segment. It's a new segment called Beans and Know-It-All. <laughs> and um, we've been keeping clips of the last, I don't know, couple of weeks or so of uh, when topics come up and then Bean weighs in with some information and you know, okay, this guy knows 100 times as much as I do about this story. And right. sometimes the stories are, don't deserve that. True. Sometimes but if story- Bean has information, he is incapable yeah. of not sharing it. He is. It's, it has to come out. Right. He has no choice. I don't think that's true, but let me hear what you've got first before I attempt to defend myself. All right. The, most of them come out during showbiz. Oh, what a surprise. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so this is the kind of fact that none of us knew, and uh, we're fascinated that Bean knew it and d- decided to share it with us as uh, Ralph's doing the story. Angie Harmon, actress from Law & Order. Oh. Married to uh, Jason Seahorn. Former New York Giant. Oh, yeah. 37 years old today. He proposed to her on The Tonight Show, remember? I nope. don't, but I take your word for it. <laughs> That's the kind of thing. He proposed to her on The Night Show. You remember? The, the Tonight Show. We're like, hmm. Interesting tidbit about up. the people that we are discussing, yeah. though. It's a birthday list. Yeah. It's What's a list the of people of who have a birthday. Well, just... Um, Listen, you're the one who brought up that they were married. I just thought it was an interesting quirk of their relationship that they got engaged on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. That's all. I don't mind that you know that. I'm just fascinated that you hold on to that piece of trivia and like that was your yes. After the show, I'm sure you went back and went, yes. I worked in the Tonight Show marriage (laughs) thing. not at all. I was just trying to contribute something relevant to a conversation that was already going on. So now we're else talking about Billy, the great Billy Mays. Oh, late great Billy Mays. He's uh, he sounds a lot like his dad. This is the talk about the son, Billy Mays Jr. That's going to yeah. take over. He really does. They 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 did quite a bit with him on that uh, tribute special to Billy Mays. And oh, he, right. He really does. It seems to be really interested in the family business too. Yeah. Um. So it's always stuff none of us watch or watched or could imagine watching. No. And Bean. And here's what I like about Bean though is that he presents it as if we're all on the same page and we've all seen it. Yeah. I like that. Uh, because we're not at all on the same page. Mm-mm. So, you know, Ralph likes to make a big deal out of the DeBarge oh, family. Love the every freaking bar- DeBarge birthday we hear Every about. other day there's a DeBarge birthday. Yeah, know, there's a lot of DeBarge. There's like 30 people in that band. <laughs> so this happened. Also available in music stores, if there are any left in America. Exposed by Christinia DeBarge. Yes. Yes. Come hey. on. They've got to be out of DeBarge's. DeBarge, the next generation, my friends. Christina, but she now her father James was the one who was at one time married to Janet Jackson. Right? Are you kidding me? How do you he know the DeBarge family DeBarge. tree? None of us have ever heard of Christiana or whatever her name is. What? What happened? Well, how do you have that information? Where did James propose to Janet Jackson? Do you have that? Uh, was that on the Tonight Show too? Do you know I where think they that got was uncoded? Engaged? Actually, and the fascinating um, thing about Bean is he doesn't look that up. He's got that right there yeah. and says it as if it is 
the most common knowledge in the world. But she now, her father, James, was the one who was at one time married to Janet Jackson. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, help me out here, guys, because if I assume that you bring this up because this is some sort of complaint. So this is considered some sort of a I problem. I find it funny. Um, I do. But, I do. I find it funny. If I don't laugh, we'll cry. I thought your whole deal with me is when I talk about stuff that no one cares right. about or change topics to things that you don't care about. Right. In every case that you've presented here today, right. I add something to a conversation that has already happened. Okay. So yeah. the conversation, the framework is happening. Right. Right. What you add is irrelevant. You're still giving information that no one cares it's about. still Even that. in the context of what we're talking about. We're giving you a head start. We're saying, here's a conversation we're all having. Anything, Bean? And then still you talk about stuff we don't care about. I mean, really, do you think we're interested in Christiani DeBarge's mother's married to what? I mean, what happens there? Lisa, do you share their disdain for me in this I, instance? I kind of do. Really? Sorry, even you? Yeah, uh, too, Lisa? Me. Now, here's uh, here's an example of uh, of Bean who has way too many facts at his, at his fingertips and acts surprised when... When he's right. He knows he's right, but he acts. Absolutely. Yeah. He acts, so uh, I think Ralph's talking about uh, the Beatles. You know, the uh, the Beatles are only the second best-selling act of all time. Second, second best. Second best-selling musical act of all time. Okay, so now, this is Kevin speaking. I, of course, am trying to think of any band that might top it. Right. Nothing comes to mind. And the premise of me doing this story in the context of the showbiz news is to break to you the surprising news right. of who number one on that list would be. Right. Now... Bean tells us who it is, and then he's really like act shocked. Oh what? my goodness! Really? I'm so lucky with that answer. How did I know that? Second, I was gonna guess Garth Brooks for some You'd reason. You'd be correct. Garth really? Brooks is the highest selling <laughs> really you musical know. act in terms of records of all time. <laughs> you know that's true. I okay. was gonna guess you Garth. Know. What? You you be- stolen the thunder be- of that story. I was right. I I didn't realize that that's where you were going on that one, by the way. But I, I honestly wasn't sure. It's something that kind of stuck in my mind as I, th- I thought I heard it somewhere one day. I wasn't 100% sure. And it by was the just way, he guess. says, I was going to guess Garth Brooks. He just guessed Garth Brooks. <laughs> he just said it. You weren't going to do it. You weren't thinking about doing it after I gave the answer. You didn't say, you know what? I was going to say that. No. You said, oh, I was going to guess Garth Brooks. You, you said, you said the answer. I just found out I have Asperger syndrome. Come on. Ralph's doing another story, and Bean gives us some more invaluable input. Us Weekly says that uh, Lauren is dissing them in this month's Harper Bazaar magazine. Well, that's where diss is happening. Oh, that's where the biggest feuds in Hollywood crack. That Har- Harper's Bazaar. See that at the Saturday Evening Post, I think. She Harper's really Bazaar? Yeah. She did an interview with that. It's like a chick's fashion magazine. Yeah, I've been for 150 years, that magazine. That's information on Harper's Bazaar. <laughs> well, how long has Harper's Bazaar been around? In this conversation, you said Harper's Bazaar as if I've never heard of that or I don't know what that is or yes. something like that. And I just thought it would... Right. I just thought it would illuminate the room that it is a respected magazine that has quite so, history. In this if country, you thought you thought if you told Kevin it's been around for 150 years, he would go, "Oh my God, absolutely!" Now I do read that magazine every week. <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking that. How, I don't here's know. my just question. To, he just tried to fit it. Just doesn't know. It. Now here's just my question: to, How yes. do you know that off the top of your head? Harper's Bazaar has been around for 150 years. If I name a magazine, can you tell me how long it's been around? <laughs> yes, he no. Good housekeeping. I can't. Good housekeeping. I can't. Come on, 1930. You know. But listen, the Harper's, 
Go. But Harp, no, I don't know. It's not like I have all these things. It's just that Harper's Bazaar, because it's so old, because it's one of the oldest continuously operating magazines in America, that sticks with you when you read that. But That's here's all. the thing. If Kevin's never heard of it, you telling him how long it's been around, which has been a long time, just makes him feel stupid. That's I was going to guess it's really been around for 150 out. years, Lisa. <laughs> I bet Garth Brooks subscribes to it. Look, here's the thing with Bean. I'm glad that he's that we work together because I don't know much. So I and there are many, many times when I'm sitting talking to somebody and Bean starts talking to him, I'm like, thank God Bean's here and he knows something about this what this person wants sure, to talk Bean, about. We're all Bean's happy a smart about that. dude. Yes. Uh, uh, here's the final one. Here's the final Bean know it all. We're talking about George Clooney and his parents, and I don't know what happened here, but it spiraled out of control quickly. George Clooney. Does he? Loves especially the the uh, the old school Television journalists. Well, he did that movie, Good Night and Good Luck, about Edward right. R. Murrow. Right. His, his father was a newsman. Yeah. His dad, um, Bill Clooney. Huh? Steve Clooney. Uh, Nick, I think, isn't Nick it? Nick Clooney. All right, so so his dad, newsman, knows his first name. Was a longtime television journalist. And um, George Clooney said this weekend, regarding the death of legendary newsman Walter Cronkite, I hate the world without Walter Cronkite. <laughs> wow. That's pretty strong. Yeah. Well, they were very close friends, too. I mean, Walter would come to Italy and stay at George's house for a week and stuff like that. I mean, they were legitimate buds. Yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know that? How well, do you know there was an awful lot, awful lot of coverage about Walter Cronkite in his life, particularly his retirement years, when he died. Let me tell you a little story about uh, George Clooney and <laughs> how they used to spend their off, t- off time in Italy. You're a Man, weird little fella. And you have too to much contribute. information. And I just you... tried to contribute, you guys. Bean is the guy, though, that has to blurt it out. If he knows something, he can't keep it in or it will destroy him yes. from, from within. So, But anyway, that's Bean's a know-it-all. And uh, we're already halfway through to a second episode. So. <laughs> it's going to be a five-month series. <laughs> it's going to be a five-month like a puppy series. hunt. <laughs> Oh, Lord. That's good stuff. So good. And Mm -hmm. not even the fun fact drop. When was this? Um, Beans and Know-It-All, 9-18-2009. So, well, it's funny because as you listen to the old stuff, and he will, he'll start drilling Ralph with all these questions during showbiz beat, and Ralph's like, how do I know? I'm just reading the story. (laughs) So it was just funny. All right, who wants one more? Me. I do. Okay. Thinking about this last night, Kevin. Uh, most of the young people listening to our show today probably don't even remember back when Michael Jackson was alive. I mean, he died <laughs> so long ago that they don't know a world where he's alive. It, it but, was late June, <laughs> and he hasn't been buried yet. It's unbelievable. Uh, as shocking as it is, today apparently is the day that he's finally going to be laid to rest at Forest Lawn. And uh, I, I think are we are we firing up the hotline we to are. heaven? We have the hotline if I had the sound effects for the hotline to heaven, would that be effective? Well, at this it would point help. to be to be using. <laughs> Oh, there it is now. We managed to dial it on. Hello, heaven. Hello, heaven. Let me out. Let me Michael. out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hi, guys. How are you? We're good. Good. How are you? You sound like you're very upbeat. I'm great. I'm in heaven. Yeah. All right. Right. So that's all that matters. Is that a surprise to you, first of all? No. All right, just asking. Well, a lot of us didn't expect it automatically. Well, it's just, you know, what you do on Earth does tend to come back and haunt you at the end. That's all. I've done a lot of good in my life. Yeah, I agree. We are the world. Remember that? You wrote that song? Suck it. (laughs) So it's it's an unusual treat for us, Michael Jackson, to be able to talk to somebody on the day that he is being laid to rest. But there's a big funeral going on today in Hollywood. Are you going to be watching from above like they always say at those ceremonies that we know he's watching us today? I will if I have time. 
I've got a time. very busy schedule. The, what are you doing? What? I've got a gig over on cloud number seven. You're performing? Yes. Well, this, is, this is it, though. I'm going to do 50 shows on <laughs> is that right? 7, and then this is it. <laughs> is so that is it. This is it. This is the final curtain call. But when you uh-huh. say... This is it. When you this say is this, is this is it. This is it. Oh. I mean, this is it. Okay. This is it. And you can't even die again to get out of those gigs, right? No, I actually have to do this one. Yeah. Right. All right. I have a couple questions about the ceremony that have been reported today, Michael. And I just want to know because, you know, now you've got people speaking for you and spending your money and doing things maybe not the way you'd want. For instance, you're being buried in a $30,000 gold casket. Is that what you would have chosen? I would like to have a, a million-dollar diamond casket. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but unfortunately, all they could afford was the solid gold casket. Well, that is pathetic. Yes. Or I'd like it's... to have one made out of the elephant man's bones. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> what do you think about the place that they have picked out for you? Apparently, you're going to be just between Walt Disney, one of your idols who yes. made the, the famous movies. and, yes. and, uh, he was, and You know, he hated yes. the Jews. What? I don't think that's that yeah. doesn't sound right to me. Disney, I don't think Disney loved the Nazis. Nope. No, I don't know. That's not true at all. You're just making that Walt up. Walt Disney was a Nazi. That's not no, true. He wasn't oh, at all. On. What is wrong with you? He was a Nazi sympathizer. <laughs> he wasn't. I was living next door to the man. I should why know. Would, why would you say that? How could somebody who created Mickey Mouse be a Nazi? Come on, Michael. You're just talking crazy now. Yeah. You notice it wasn't Irving Mouse. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I guess that proves it. Get <laughs> <Jam> out. <laughs> and then on the other side in your new resting place apparently you'll be next to the great larry fine larry from the three stooges of yes. tv and movie fame yes i love the three stooges as a, as a young man and so i'm between two of my idols well, but, I, but Walt disney and the three stooges. disney and the stooges what okay. uh but you will you know that i mean will you be able to take advantage of the fact that you're near them or of course you can't avoid them the stooges keep you up all night long oh do they with their shenanigans <laughs> but and aren't they dead mad, too their madcap antics <laughs> see we i guess we just don't understand how it works once they put you in the coffin and in the ground it seems to us like you did well th- then this would be a very dull segment on your show that is it? true that's very so, true uh, you all right? Okay. What's happening there? <laughs> Who are you talking to? The guy on the other side of me is a guy named Omar. One of the really? Yeah. He's laughing for some reason. Oh, that's weird. But we were just talking, Omar and I, about the fact that the Stooges will keep you up all night long. Yeah, sure. And it's yeah. hard to get rest when you're a dead guy. I can Hello. imagine. Hello. 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 Oh, they're there. Hey, leave him alone. He got off in court. Yeah. Ow, 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 ow. Oh, Mo, you're killing me. Why you are to? Shut out, you. This is a three-man act. The oak's duck is a stooge. Hey, leave him alone. He's buried next to me. Hey, now that's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) You're murdering me. (laughs) But you're already dead. How can I murder you? (laughs) See what I'm saying? Yeah, that's tough. That is very tough. Talk about eternal rest. (laughs) No. Not for me. Not good. Uh, Kevin cracking up is one of the best joys of life. It's so funny.
I'm so jealous. Oh, let me try. I'm so jealous. I want to be buried next to Larry Fine, but I can't now. Right. And that's the clips that need no introduction. Awesome. We've not done that before. I swear we did. They all sound the same though. Very early on, we did. Okay. Um, but it's been a while. It's 99th episode and it's such a good one. It doesn't matter. Love it. <laughs> All right. Shall I, shall I attempt the podcast roundup? Yes. Shall I? Shall I? Okay. Yes. Here we go. You're so beloved. You make the fonds look like the gooch. Nailed it. Ow. You get it when you want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. Skateboarding's not a crime, Bean. That's why. Suck it. All right, let's go with the Kevin Sluggo show. They had Paul McCartney on to talk about the Beatles reuniting and playing with the Stones. Uh, now, Paul, uh, are you on songs in the final mix? Do you know that? We're all on it together. The you are? Okay. The, wow. The Beatles all playing together. Okay, on all the you songs. Know, I think people are really going to like it, too, because we decided, instead of like making new music, mm-hmm. that we're going to take some of our greatest hits, both from the Stones and the Beatles, and update them. A lot of these songs, you know, we wrote when we were like our 20s. Sure. So, you know, now that we're a little bit older, we thought we'd update them to make them more appropriate for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing some Stones tracks that have been great. We've just been playing those. They've been fantastic. Okay. Um, Which uh, ones? Time, time isn't on my side. <laughs> good. good. That's good. That's excellent. Yep. Start me up with a defibrillator. <laughs> that seems like a hard word to sing, but. <laughs> no, it's not. Start me up with a defibrillator. All right. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, really getting closer to that, making the dead man uh, come back to life, too, at this point. <laughs> We'd like to be able to do that. Sure. <laughs> We're doing some Beatles tracks too, you know. Oh, you are okay. Oh yes. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 164? <laughs> yeah, you feel like maybe 64 wasn't uh, really far enough down the line at this point yet. Well, it just seemed a long time when I yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why am I prostate gently weeps? <laughs> And I think my favorite is one of my tunes, Lady Madonna. What the hell have you done to your face? <laughs> <laughs> we are looking forward to this album. It's going to be great. Thank It'll you, be great. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Thank, Thank you, Paul. Thank you. I'll go over to the Ralph Report. At the Ralph Report, he talked about the blizzard, and he featured Frankie McDonald. We're having a blizzard. Blizzard is coming to L.A. Right. I shit you not, folks. Blizzard. If you don't live in the Southern California area, you didn't see the blizzard warning that was issued for the Southern California region. Stock up on orange juice and toilet paper, everybody. (laughs) My orange juice. I don't know. In case I get scurvy. Well, the milk will go bad. The orange juice won't. No, won't. I'll put it out in the snow in the the blizzard we're going to (laughs) have. They literally released a blizzard warning to the Los Angeles area, which is laughable because it's not going to be a no. blizzard. I thought we'd turn to our regular weatherman, Frankie McDonald, and have him give us a big weather port- report for what we're in for here in Southern California uh, tomorrow and this weekend. Frankie, uh, take it away. 
This is Frankie McDowell, my own team says you're live in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Heavy rain's headed towards Los Angeles, California on Friday, February 24, 2023. It's going to bring up to 30 plus millimeters of rain in Los Angeles, California, Burbank, California, Hollywood, California, Long Beach, California, Anaheim, California, Corona, California, Victorville, California, and Orange County, California. It's going to bring a lot of rain. It's going to bring really cold temperatures come from the British Columbia and Alaska is going to drive all the cold air all the way down to Southern California and including Los Angeles. The temperatures are going to be really cold in Los Angeles surrounding areas. I want every single person in Los Angeles to be prepared, dressed very warm. Friday will not be a good day to head down to the beach and go swimming because the weather's going to turn really cold in Los Angeles and surrounding areas. All righty. Gotcha. Thank you, Frankie. Thank wow. you for that report. Really hammers home Los Angeles. Frankie McDonald there in Nova Scotia. Mr. and Frankie McDonald. I just love when they used to play his reports. Where does he put his stuff up? Is this on Twitter or something? Where does he post it? I think it's on YouTube. Is it? Okay. I've seen some other reports from it on YouTube. But um, it definitely did snow over here. It, I got snow in my front yard. My daughter loved it. Oh, my God. It's snowing. Snowing. Yeah. A lot of people were posting all over Southern yeah. California. They were getting snow. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, they were all. Oh my god, ever all my friends are like, "How do we deal with this?" I'm like, "It's not even sticking to the <laughs> ground." Like, what are right? you guys doing? I, like, I literally had an ice storm. Like, my tree is covered in ice and ripping apart right now. Like, you have no clue. I don't what think I could live where it really actually snows. It's too damn cold. Let's go over to the Ralph report again. He brings up a movie we've been anticipating since 2007. Eli Roth. Okay. Finally, after 16 years, sure. is is fulfilling the promise that he gave us all in Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez's film Grindhouse. Remember Grindhouse? I do remember Grindhouse. In that film, they had a series of trailers. Yeah. In between the the the, the different stories in that, they would play trailers as if you were sitting in a Grindhouse right. movie theater and it's like coming attractions. So Eli Roth did one. Yeah. And everyone was like, that's the movie I want to see. And he never made it. Oh. 16 years have gone by. Finally, he is producing Thanksgiving. This holiday season, prepare to have the stuffing scared out of you. Thanksgiving this year, there will be no leftovers. <laughs> Can't wait. Looks like Patrick Dempsey's in talks to star and Addison Ray, who's a big name on TikTok, apparently. She's, oh, good. She's going to be in. Glad she's getting I'm great. looking forward to seeing her get slaughtered, That'd though. That would be nice. So, yay. Thanksgiving is going to be coming out in theaters for Halloween, I'm hoping. Yay. yay. Wait. So, yeah. is there time travel in this one as well? No. In what? Well, we haven't we haven't seen the movie yet, so there could oh, very well okay. be time travel. But from what I remember from the trailer, it's just it was just overly gory. There was someone okay. in a trampoline, and there was a knife. I, I picture Addison Ray being that cheerleader. But there was light meat and dark meat. All will be carved. Light meat, dark meat. All will be carved. It was a trampoline and a knife and a neighbor, right? <laughs> no. There was really a trampoline and a knife in this. If you really want to go back to it, but it's not pretty. Yeah, I, I, it, it looked like a fun movie. And wasn't there a head when they served the turkey? They open the thing and there's a head inside. Yeah. Oh man, can't wait, can't wait. All right, let's go over to 
this podcast called the Gilded Playlist, which is basically Quitters Never Give Up 2, apparently, after this episode. <laughs> we basically have a second podcast. I've heard that. Uh, let's hear them talking about Edwin supplying a drop. Happy to be back. Nice. Okay, the Monster Jam. Yes, I forgot about the clip library being reloaded. That one came in from, uh, not even from Lindsay, from from one of her Quitters co-hosts, Edwin. So thank you, Edwin. We're putting the entire Quitters Never Give Up podcast to work here and uh, happy to get the free labor anytime. Man, listen, let's just talk about Quitters Never Quit and Win and the whole thing. (laughs) Quitters Never Stop Editing Their Podcast is what Mm -hmm. I'm going to say. Holy (laughs) crap. Drops are drops. I'm amazed. Uh, anyways, Luke, speaking of, did they make you feel inadequate? Because you are the uh, producer. How are you feeling? How do you do, fellow kids? I'm doing good. I was the one that stayed healthy, Knockwood, through this whole time. Uh, here's the newest drop from me. So far, I know there's Natalie and Suki and Luke on movie night. So we over-edit our podcast, apparently. I don't know what he meant by that. Does he mean by we put in a lot of drops? Yeah, what a funny thing the grimy That's polygamous a- podcast had to say. <laughs> that's what i took away from god that. how many of those did you write down so I, like, good seriously. she's so good at this then Lindsay got a shout out hang on we, we got her we got a shout yes, out for drop, Lindsay. here we go drop Lindsay. yes it's not working with Lindsay. i can't make it work i've tried yeah it's not it's not yeah, working i'm worried that, that that song one list one might be a Lindsay <laughs> drop and that drop might be perfect might mm-hmm. keep that one on deck luke we might need to pull that back <laughs> out <laughs> So apparently Lindsay got a song on the list and it didn't go well. And uh, they also tried to turn us against each other, Lindsay. Oh, oh, tried. <laughs> tried. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Christopher, our guy. Yeah. Christopher, uh, here's what you said, bro. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> the tempo changes are annoying and make it impossible to get through. Murder button. Oh, oh I have which, that. Wow. Hang on. Here you go. Murder. Here you go. Two two producers that speak in in the same drops. Um, man, that's nice. and that's quitters on quitters crime right there. Uh, here we go, just to, for the big reveal. Uh, the submitter is Lindsay. Um, Whoa, yeah, uh, the audience was split on the result, and so oh. you did get a, a chaos vote from Ben that lifted it up into the arrow in the crowd status, uh, but still not going to make uh, any of our lists. So crash and burn, huh, man? Um, and helped you murder a spectator. What was the name of the song that you submitted? It was called Afraid to Feel by LF Sound System. And when I was in London, it was the Red Hot Chili Peppers of the radio. It was just all over. And I love that song. And I will not accept your murder button. Murder. It's a very frenetic song because it starts off at one tempo and then it goes all the way up, chipmunk voice included, to a not chipmunk tempo. voice, not chipmunk voice at all. And the whole thing is just it speeds up, it slows down, it goes all over the place. It was really hard to listen to. Trust me, the the dogs that she walks by on her morning walk as she's blasting that through her AirPods, they will say it's definitely not sped up. Woo 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 woo. woo. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> I'm going to say I like it, and I'm an old. <clears throat> Thank you. Also, the good psychopharmacologist playlist is really trying to turn each, each other against us, but <laughs> us against each other. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
that's no, do better. That that was the, that's no. the longest p word that ends in ist. In case anyone was wondering, thanks for that info, Lindsay. No, no one, no one was. The kilted frail list is really a shitty podcast. Fun fact. Oh <laughs> then uh, okay, but they did the. Uh, so what I tried to do when I when I submitted my comments on the songs, I tried to add little drops for Luke to just put in a drop every now and then. And so the reason I'm upset with Luke is because he didn't have any of the drops that I had except for the murder button. So when I did this one. And uh, Christopher from Quitter says, feels like boilerplate indie rock, and that's a no for me, dog. Uh, which drop I do not have, but I probably should. Here's the drop, Luke. It's definitely a no for me, dog. And then there was the the last one, which is, I guess, the most unforgivable sin. He mixed up the zero for the day drop. Christopher, uh, mind melding with me, says the Black Keys should sue. I'm giving you a zero for the day, um, which is a nice Principal Skinner drop that I also don't have. Uh, the closest thing I can give you, Christopher, is... Am I so out of touch? No, it's the children who are wrong. There you go. And that's not a Principal Skinner drop. That's an American Dad uh, Bullock drop. I'm giving you a zero for the day. So disappointed. It's not easy being disappointed in the jilted crayfish. Take away your <laughs> microphone. I would also like to add that I wasn't even the one that was the worst flamed because they had a CCR song and all of them are so over CCR that they flamed the person. Justice for Justin who submitted that which of course made me come back around and be like oh i kind of like this song now wait credence clearwater revival and they didn't like it yeah i think that it was the red hot well, now I hate them. for them do you remember what song it was what, what, oh. christopher it, it was uh oh, what, what the hell was that song it was uh Looking out my back door, do, the do, Motel Six. Looking out my yeah. back door. And, you, know, you know, that's a song about heroin. Just so you know. Oh well. Yeah, he takes, he takes a ride on the magic spoon and sees all the uh, tambourines and elephants dancing on the lawn. Yeah, you know, he came home, did some heroin, and he's just looking out his back door, going, "Ooh, you learned well, something today." The Grammy polygamist does not like CCR for the record. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry, that was a step down. The wilted lame list. Thank you. See? (laughs) Possibilities are endless. Now I feel bad. I just went this morning and submitted a song and a drop. And now I hate them. Can I take it back, Luke? Take it back. And I know we've spent way too much on this, Drew, but if you recall, Empty Bed was one of my submissions as well, and it caused a complete meltdown. Yes, I do remember that happening. Yes. Empty bed. Not how it goes, but I, I like the enthusiasm. <laughs> the gritty pedicurist was thrown into chaos from that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Land the plane. <laughs> one more, Lindsay. One more. Uh, the great phlebotomist. Did I say that? The Great Phlebotomist? Yeah. Over at the uh, Cup of Tea in the Chat, they had a bonus episode where they they went over the best top 10 of everything movie quotes. And while we don't air any bonus content, I just wanted to hear what everybody else's top uh, movie quote is. Drew, why don't you start? It's going to be my CPU is a neural net processor. 
a learning computer. <laughs> Where's that from? Uh, Terminator 2. Uh, it, it's what Arnold oh, says right. when he's explaining to John Connor about what he is. And it's the dumbest line ever. So, <laughs> Edwin, what's your favorite? I guess I'd go with a Star Wars one, of course. Probably Empire Strikes Back. It is your destiny. <laughs> Jen? Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier and from Zur and the Kodan Armada. Yeah! Last yes! Starfighter, fuck yeah! Wow, that was Sorry. a good job, Tom. <laughs> Dang, that was pretty awesome. Thanks. Lindsay, what's yours? I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> Crickets is the first thing I thought of. It's from what? Don Darko. Mm. Oh. Oh. I have really obscure ones because I always I always use like really weird uh, movie quotes. Like I always like to use the one from Last Tango in Paris when, when we're when we're shopping. Get the butter. I always do that to my <laughs> wife. <laughs> and that's so wrong. Because if you know the scene in the movie, it's a terrible last movie. Uh, that's that's a totally wrong thing to say. And then uh, the other one I like is the one flew over the cuckoo's nest when uh, Chi finally talks and he says, ah, juicy fruit. Yeah. And every time yeah. I get a piece of gum, yeah. I'm just like, ah, juicy fruit. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Let's go over to actual clips from the podcast. We were talking about uh, Worthington Ford, and here's Allie talking about Pussy Cow No More. Let's oh. start with maybe the most devastating news for our Southern California listeners. Everybody knows this man yep. and his dog spot and his Pussy Cow, Pussy Cow, Pussy Cow. Well, I don't think it was Pussy Cow. I think it was Ghosty to me, Cow. To me, it was Pussy Cow. To okay. the majority of kids in the 70s and 80s, it was Pussy Cow. It made no sense, but we would sing along and just say, Pussy Cow, Pussy Cow, Pussy Cow. This is a man that would dress up kind of in like a, a Western wear, and then he'd say, it's Cal Worthington and his dog Spot. And then his dog Spot, rarely a dog, an yeah. elephant, a tiger, a giraffe. Like, it yeah, was... Gorilla. Yeah, all the of it, yeah. The best commercial as a kid, because you were always like, who's spot, who's spot? Grandson, Nick Worthington, or who I call Satan, said they're in the process of closing a deal to sell their last car dealership. He said, it's very sad. Our employees have been with us 40 plus years. I've been there 20, and I'm still the new guy. And it's hard to close that book for everybody. Is it hard, Nick? Because you're doing it. You're doing this. The oddest thing I... In hearing that clip, is that all of their workers were there 40 years? They haven't let go of anybody, rehired anybody since the 80s. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I, after a while, you're going to keep a certain amount. It's probably that's when they got a good crew and then they haven't gone through anyone else. I don't know the reference, Cal Worthington. I'm so sorry. Worthington Ford 70s and is, 80s. You've never seen the commercials. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but I mean, they used to play. So, I mean, we grew up in the same town at the same time. I used to see the commercials like, I'm Cal Worthington. And I'm here with my dog, Spot. And Spot, like she said, was a freaking tiger. And they're walking down the aisles. He's like, we got a brand new 1996 yeah. Bronco here. It's only been driven by OJ. And like, and the thing is like, it, he's a staple, like just like how uh, like Fritz Coleman, the weather guy for Los Angeles, like it's you know these Dallas Rains. Um, I moved there in '96, and I totally remember that Dallas stuff. It was, he was on forever. <clears throat> he was a marketing ge genius. Yeah. He he was like a like I said, the first jackass. Just 
I, I remember having to go to Long Beach one day and driving by Worthington Ford and being like, oh, my God, yeah. Worthington Ford. Like, I mean, it's yeah, it's, yeah it was celebrity mm-hmm. status. That's well, you guys I... remember whenever they would have a, uh, what, Sam Worthington. He was the guy in Avatar. Remember, they would always do that joke, Sam Worthington and his dog yeah. Spot. And then yeah, must Bean like would a mic would do it. Yeah. <laughs> so Lizzie must be like, what are they talking I about? I never would get it, <laughs> even if I remembered that. No. <laughs> <laughs> But they would, he would always out those commercials would come out during cartoons. Those they would come out during kids' programs. We're gonna beat you down until yeah, like, you say seriously, your song, like, I, like you would, like local cable would pump them into Nickelodeon, so you'd be watching Double Dare and be like, I'm Cal Worthington and welcome to Jackass. And like, yeah, it's a, look at look it up on YouTube, Lindsay. I'll send you some video yeah. clips. I, it's pretty I've hilarious. heard the clips. I, I, I believe that it was a staple, it's just something that kind of went through went through my head <laughs> the last clip i have is um well bean murders janky town i was listening to janky town this week which is a i can't steer you enough away from janky town it's a <laughs> terrible podcast it's bean. ponderous ponderous not, <laughs> not because of dave dave is working his ass off okay. but when beer mug is in a mood dave is like dragging a boulder uphill for an hour right, trying to get right. mugs to participate in the conversation mugs how about rihanna's halftime show didn't see it i was in the parking garage smoking smoking a bowl i mean that's the that's the conversation dave is like doing no. everything he can just talk about topical stuff he can't right. get mug- mugs is depressed about something and the first oh. 10 minutes of this most recent episode all he does is talk about his heartbreak without giving any details no kind of context has something to do with someone not texting him back or something but he never shares the actual story so that we give a fuck he just is a he's just mopey. That's all he is. Okay. Just mopey. Oh, I was furious. <laughs> ten okay. minutes of my ten minutes. First ten minutes, I'll never get back, Allie. Hold all on. Right. Did you send Dave a message that said, "Fuck beer mug"? No. What the hell? Okay. He will hear this podcast though. Dave does listen. Recently, Dave did say he signed up for the podcast and was a teabagger, and uh, so yeah, he did. He might have listened. This goes against our contract of only saying good things about Janky Town. So I think we can envision a sniper at each of our doors very soon. I think our contract expired because we've been trying to reach out for our, our, our scripts for months now. But there was no Janky Town this week. And I wonder if it had anything to do with being tearing into them like this. We got one this morning. Did you? Janky Town aired this morning. Yeah, I got the email. You did? Oh, man. I could have been listening to that this morning instead of the Gilded Playlist. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't think of one alternate name for it, could you? (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. Anyhow, Janky Town still lives, and uh, I'm happy to hear it. I'm glad. And that's the podcast. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Let's go to the week that was. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, I'm sorry. One, two, it's a new day. Our feature presentation. Week of love. 2012. Hop on, beer mug. Let's see what you got. Here goes. Please be more. One week. It's been pretty good. Ooh, I'm building the suspense on that one. We're starting off with, this was the week that was February 20 to 24, 2012. 
they were giving away tickets to American Idiot. It was coming to the Amundsen Theater. So, of course, Lisa was thrilled. Playtime. Let's see what happened. Before I get to showbiz news, how about I give away some tickets? That's really why you listen to me. That's why That's why you tune into the showbiz beat. Yeah. It's not for my little uh, BS, comedy jokes, and, and news stories. No, it's to get free stuff. And I've got tickets for a musical even Kevin can love. That's it is a tough category. Green Day's American Idiot. All right, I would yeah! like that. Smash hit Broadway musical version of the popular Green Day album. Coming to Los Angeles at the Amundsen Theater. I've got a pair of tickets for you to see American Idiot Friday, March the 16th, and you'll have access to the after party with the cast. So this is like a big time That's musical deal. super cool. Lisa is so jealous of you right now. When you win she these is. tickets, she's going to be losing I her mind. Am. Here's the number to call, 1-800-520-1067. That's the number to call. First five callers who get through. We'll get a pair of passes to see Green Day's American Idiot at the Amundsen. Put your cell phone away, Lisa. You can't win. And uh, <laughs> access to the party afterwards. So, uh, yeah, it's supposed to be great. I have not seen it yet, but uh, I, my best friend lives in uh, uh, New York City, and he's a Broadway actor, actually. And he went to see the show early on in its run. He said it was phenomenal. Great. And it is. A, it's a musical that uh, K-Rock listeners can love. So Leica could win. Check it out. No, Leica can't nope. win. <laughs> she is also ineligible due to her close personal relationship with you. Leica, out as well. <laughs> That's right. It was Leica. It was Leica. Leica, Leica, Leica can't even remember her own uh, secret identity. Leica rhymes with Lisa a little more than Leica. So we went, Not Leica would fool you. We went Leica. Yeah. Now, Leica can win. Leica can't right. win. Right. <laughs> it's, like Clark, it's like Clark Kent saying, is that uh, Supperman up there? Is that Supperman on that tall building? Well, Lisa was too excited to go see American Idiot. She couldn't remember her own name. They had a moment with Bean. This one, I like this one. This was kind of a longish one for Bean. And now, a moment with Bean. But is it too long to be listening at 5 o'clock this afternoon, be caller 106.7, and win a pair of three-day passes? Is it too long from from now for that to happen? I don't understand the question, but I don't (laughs) think so. (laughs) That was a moment with Bean. The the answer is yes, it is too long from now for that to happen. (laughs) We did the research. Yeah, we need a pie chart to figure that moment without. <laughs> but I'm going with rough. It was too long for a moment to listen. This was fascinating. Um, Taylor Swift and Zac Efron were in a cartoon together, the Lorax. But we know Bean doesn't watch cartoons. So listen to what happened. Oh, it's just a, it's a special day for Bean. It's a special day in Bean's pants. Tell me. This afternoon on the Ellen DeGeneres show, yeah. Zac Efron... And Taylor Swift. Together? Together. Promoting the Lorax? I can't wait. Promoting the Lorax. A movie you won't see. But they sing a duet on the Ellen DeGeneres show today. Apparently wow. they both pull out their guitars and they uh, they do a little ditty. Wow. Diddy is going to be there too? <laughs> no. However, Taylor wants to uh, set the record straight. Yes. And say they are not a couple. There have been rumors that the two are together. We are not a couple. He's awesome. We are not a couple, though. Who gives it, damn? So, uh, Bean, apparently they're both still up for grabs, and you still have your shot, man. I can't pick between the two of them. It's I too, cl- it's no, too you close. Can't. Ah! Mr. Efren, did you get my letters? <laughs> <laughs> so we know that only recently did Bean ever see an animated uh, film. He finally saw one of the Toy Story movies. So even Zach Efron and Taylor Swift couldn't get him to see the Lorax. This is funny. Uh, it was a moment with Lisa. When this came up as I was listening, I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's a moment with Lisa. 
but they never turned it into a moment of with Lisa till now. And now, a moment with Lisa May. We're honestly a little baffled why someone who's been married for 72, 72 days with a pre up really needs a big, high-powered lawyer. That was a moment with Lisa May. A premium up. A premium up. Yeah. Kevin Bean listener who sent that in. Yeah, we don't need help, listeners. Just keep yourselves. We need all the help we can get. We don't need that kind of help. We need it all. Yeah, I wish that had been me, but no. Someone noticed that and told them they finally turned it into a moment with. Because it happened like a couple months before. A premium up. Let's get to that beer mug weigh in. He has confidence above ability, so let's see how that helps with your diet. It's time for the weigh in. Beer mug has bet with uh, certain members of the staff here that he is going to lose a bunch of weight. How much does he have to lose? 30 pounds? 30 pounds. 30 pounds. 30 30 pounds by June 1st. So he's got three and a half months. We weighed him last Tuesday when we kicked this off. How much did Beer mug weigh seven days ago? 226.8. Okay. Hop on, Beer mug. Let's see what you got. Here goes. Please be more. One week. It's been pretty good. Swing. Oh my God, I'm going to kill myself. What is, what is it? it? 228.3. <laughs> <laughs> so it's up can't about be right. Okay, it's it's got to be muscle. Can are we you, do it again? It's got to be muscle. Nope. Are you wearing any? I mean, did you have headphones on and everything before? No. Oh, yeah, that makes a big difference. Those, those <laughs> three pound two, pound, two pound headphones. headphones. All right, so you're more than you were. No, let so me do it one more time. My money looks hey, safe. He he also had a, a coat on last week when he weighed himself. He has one on now, too. He's still got one. He's I'm wearing I'm the same all the same oh, hold, stuff. Hold on, Bean. I won't all be able to hear you. same stuff. All right, drum all right. roll again, please, Bean. All right. He shaved since then, too, right? He has, yeah. <laughs> that should help. 228.3. <laughs> <laughs> Gained a pound and a half, and he's been dedicated. He has resisted the chocolate-covered strawberries and the brownies and everything else and all the crap Kevin brings in every morning to tempt him. He has avoided all of it. It had to have been the cinnamon roll on Sunday. It couldn't have been one thing, (laughs) And it's muscle. That's awesome. Yeah, it's muscle. So Beer Mug started off very confident, and uh, he gained a pound. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Hey, we saw Beer Mug when we had the cornhole tournament. He's in good shape, so all's well that ends well. Uh, let me see. Celebrity birthday. This is Lassa Johansson from The Cardigans. Uh, this is kind of an infamous moment in Kevin Bean history. And uh, they do a good job uh, reliving the great experience. Lassa Johansson of The Cardigans. 39 years old. Do you remember when The Cardigans were in the studio and you guys interviewed them? <laughs> they were I remember as if it was yesterday. Is it, I mean, is it uh, do you guys... Uh... I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. And uh, uh, so, uh, so what? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nina, this morning's interview with Kevin and Bean. Would you say it was the most fun you've ever had? No. So that's uh, <laughs> that's basically how that went. Yeah. We prepared about 30 questions. We burned through them in the first 30 seconds. My favorite was Bean's. Uh, Ikea question. You yeah, have, you have your got, you have Ikea question? I do, yes. Okay. I went to Norway, you know, and they had the Ikea. The Ikea was huge. Is it huge? Can you please stop talking about Norway? Nina, <laughs> <laughs> you've been here for 15 minutes. You're already tired of Norway? But I love, but see, she's, she's not from Norway, No, by she's the way. Swedish. She's Swedish. Yeah, right. Well, it's right but, there, so, right in the hood. So Bean thought since it's in the hood, he's going to go with his Norway <laughs> chunk. 
Look, we had talked about everything we could possibly talk to the Cardigans about. Well, we had done the talking. They hadn't really done much responding. So then we're out at that point. So I'm thinking, they're from Scandinavia. I've been to Scandinavia. Maybe there's some common ground. We can talk about that. But they weren't having any of that as well. Look, I'm blaming them. They were terrible. That was was rough. Their guitarist fell asleep. During well, maybe the, if you had been more interesting, he would have stayed away. I don't know that it was possible. It is interesting that Bean went to Ikea, though, for his Scandinavian Look, connection. We were desperate. Not they like, were... have you ever been to Hoofstenscharnfens? You know, the place <laughs> where everyone hangs out there? No, he goes to the Ikea, the chain store of furniture. They were terrible. Look, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sure we were also awful, but they, they, didn't, they didn't try to meet us halfway. They I, should I know have that. pelted you with Swedish meatballs. So what are there, like three members of the Cardigans? So whenever a birthday comes up, they can relive that. I don't know. To me, it's still funny every time. Every time. Frank we just Caliendo. finished going over how Bean is a great interviewer. <laughs> that wasn't their fault. Apparently, the Cardigans were just not into it, not, not cooperating. Even Bean couldn't save that one. Uh, Frank Caliendo came on. Remember, he does the John Madden impression. <laughs> This might have been one of his early times because he was on a lot after this. So this was very fun. How about connected? Do you have to sit and uh, and kind of study some of these people, or does it come to you really, really quickly? Yeah, like I mean, Barclay, everything's different. Everything's different. You Charles Barkley. Try and figure it out. Barkley is one of those where you try and uh, – I mean, it started out where I wanted to um, focus on knuckleheads. Knuckleheads. And I knew a couple different people who were saying, it's terrible. That really is the thing. And then that was terrible, horrible. Get rid of the vowels, and then you got Barkley. Unless you <laughs> I say real, <laughs> uh, which becomes like that guy who wants one lump or two in the old uh, whole lot of lumps. Uh. The main reason I brought that in is that's a fantastic cartoon called Rabbit's Kin. Oh, better give me a lot of lumps, a whole lot of lumps. That's Pete Puma. That's right. Yeah. Pete Puma, yeah. So I'll take any excuse to play a Pete Puma clip. And as a matter of fact... From the same cartoon, I sent this one on to Bean when he started the podcast. Nothing as sociable as a nice cup of tea, uh, I always say. Yeah, he put that in one of his opening montages. I was very happy. Let's see what else Frank Kellyander likes. I see Madden at the. He's at the this the um, the Four Seasons. It's not important to the story. I just want you to know where I stay. Uh, so it's on Fox's dime. I stay at a place twice he's as good. A, he's a lot more frail now than people would realize. But he's too. huge, he's massive. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so I um I'm, I'm walking toward him in the hotel uh, in the lobby. J- uh, Jimmy Johnson, football coach, not the race car driver, standing next to him. Like Jimmy, can you believe I'm this close to John Madden? What? Yeah, Madden taps Madden on the shoulder. John Madden turns like, what is it, Jimmy? Oh. The look on his face. He turned into Al Pacino? Was like, yeah, right. was like when Shaggy and Scooby see the bad guy pop out of the bed. Like, Zoinks, like, hey, Scoob. Like, let's get out of here. What, bro? This is worse than meeting Michael Rick. And we got a Scooby-Doo reference. I didn't bring it in, but he did a Fred and Barney reference a little bit later on. So I think Frank Caliendo and me would be good friends. He's a great comedian. Oh, he is very funny. Yeah, he did his... Um, he did uh, Charles Barkley and, of course, John Madden. And then he would add, um, shoot, what's wrong with me? Help me out, guys. Uh, the great actor with a great voice. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> Al Pacino. Oh, man, cut Marlon this out, Brando. please, Lindsay. No, Marlon Morgan Brando. Freeman. Remember, Morgan he started Freeman. doing a Morgan Freeman in his bit. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. A guy that makes the God sound like he's a sexy librarian. Oh, that's a pretty good Morgan Freeman there. Well, thank you very much. Speaking of famous people, Adam Carolla was in. 
they were talking like, who were you kind of intimidated when you met them finally? Is there a celebrity that you want to be friends with? Like, like Jimmy grew up idolizing Howard Stern, for instance. So it makes right. sense that if he has the opportunity to be actual friends with Howard and go on vacation as they do, then he would. But how about you? Who's who's the one that uh, that you're hoping to, to cuddle? I don't want to jinx it, so Clay, I'm scared to say. No, I'm. Hmm. Um, I, cause, you know, you feel like if you say it, then it's not going to happen. That's not true. That's okay, Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> then that's it. And I, I'm saying it once, and I'm not saying it again because I don't well, want to screw it up. I'm right there with you. I might be too intimidated to meet Mr. That's Lightfoot, my but thing. I'm right there with Be-o you. Be push you right out of the way. <laughs> you know how much I love Gordon Lightfoot, Adam? Come on. We, we, we went to a Gordon Lightfoot concert together, Bean. I think you we me. did. He was we, on we my did. shoulders. Uh, yes. on my shoulders Are the whole time. Are you kidding me? Amphitheater. Uh, what a nightmare. Bean and Adam at a Gordon Lightfoot concert. How did I not remember this? So I went to the archive, and it turns out they actually took the K-Rock tape recorders there. Adam, thanks for coming to the Gordon Lightfoot concert with me. Ree, I thought we were going to see Jeff Gordon race. Ree, I, I, I hope he plays the record of Edmund Fitzgerald next. Ree, did I tell you about a car that was wrecked by Paul Newman? Ree. Oh, good times, good times. How did we scrub this from the episode? <laughs> I scrub this from my brain. I love it. Last up, do you remember a movie called Project X? It came out in 2012. Was it was the, about a party. Party, yeah. Yeah, a party that got out of control. The funny thing was Kevin and Bean said, oh, well, we went in and we recorded some, uh, some radio stuff, kind of like what they did for the OC. Because uh, the next day they're kind of recapping it and everyone's talking about the disaster. But it seemed like they were going to cut Bean out. We got tickets for Project X, the red carpet Yay! world premiere. This looks so of good. Project X starring Kevin Ryder as voice <laughs> of the guy who's confused by stuff. <laughs> That's the role he was born to play. It was finally up on the big screen. How dare you. Finally, a big budget, big screen version of the lunacy that Kevin spews <laughs> on a regular basis. Why does this movie look so good when you see the commercials for because it? Because we all love the fantasy of. Having a party and then having it just being having the freedom to destroy, just burn the mother down. Go right to hell. It's every <laughs> party it. you've ever dreamed about. You don't have to worry about, oh, my parents are going to find out the shot glass has a chip in it and all that stuff. Just, just unleash. Party <laughs> unleashed. That's what they should have called this. But instead, they called it Project X. If you'd like to go to the red carpet world premiere at the Grommets Chinese Theater, it's pretty simple. Just call 1 800 520 1067. Call right now. First five callers who get through. Get a pair of passes to attend the red carpet world premiere of Project X. If I'm truly in it and Bean's not, that's funny. That is pretty funny. It's hilarious. As I'm the one who can't talk. I would be so excited if that were to happen. (laughs) I would never stop laughing about that. (laughs) Not to mention when the Buku dollars start rolling in. Oh, yeah. You get those DVD resids and start getting that pay-per-view money. (laughs) Cha-ching! I don't I'll be think... coming in with checks for 34 cents, waving them in my face. How do you like me now? I don't think Kevin has had a role like this on the big screen since maybe Mr. Humphrey in that in that 40s detective film noir That's he did. right. I forgot about that. Excuse me. <laughs> Mr. Humphrey at the bar. Come on now. <laughs> How are you going to treat time, me? He started getting some more film gigs. How are you going to treat me like that? Excuse How me. dare you? Excuse me, Mr. Humphrey. I'm trying to just have a drink here at the bar. Excuse me. 
honey badger don't care. <laughs> I went to the IMDb page, IMDb page for Project X, and Kevin and Bean are both in the credits, and Jimmy Kimmel and Serene Branson. Do you remember her? She was the one that had the heavy rotation. Rotations, yeah. So this is a crazy movie. I'm going to have to rent this now. So I, I'll follow it. Wait, people rank movies? They rank movies? <laughs> rent. They rent oh, movies? What year do you live in? 2012. Yeah, in 2012, <laughs> I'm going to rent it. Oh, yeah, go to Blockbuster. You're good. So anyway, I'm going to double check on that. I could have sworn they said they cut one of them out, but the credits seem to indicate both of them are in. Anyway, that's the week that was. Back to you, Steve. All right, so this is Quitters Never Give Up. You can follow us at Quitters Never on Twitter, uh, Quitters Never Give Up on Instagram. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon Music. Just go ahead and ask Alexa to look for a Quitters Never Give Up playlist and hear our most recent episode. I'm Drew. Everyone else, say say bye. Bye, everybody. Well, she didn't leave her name rolling, so I'm not quite sure where she is. It doesn't matter. Just, Just fly me to wherever she is, and I'll take care of the rest. Why you? Yes, first class, please. And I'm going to need a few extra bucks to get my taint waxed. Mm. Mm. How's Taco Bell going to make money off of that? Ah, juicy fruit. Well, you sly son of a bitch, chief. Can you hear me, too? Yeah, you did. Well, I'll be goddamn cheap. And they all, they all think you're, you're deaf and dumb. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you fooled them, chief. You fooled them, you fooled them all. Oh, hell. Larry Lever. My connection says unstable still. Oh. Like my mental health. Thanks for the sub, Lindsay. Next time, uh, Lindsay. You know, do better.